Welcome to the teaching ministry of Steve Franklin. Steve's calling is to coach champions in the kingdom of God. Our prayer for you as you listen to this word of encouragement and instruction is that you'll be built up in your faith and encouraged to take the next step in your development as one of God's true champions. Here's Steve. John 8, we find that Jesus had been ministering. He was gathering a lot of attention. Then I want you to see something here in verse 30. As he spoke these words, many believed in him. 31, then Jesus said to those Jews who what? Who believed him. If, uh uh-oh, if is a conditional word, is it not? If you abide, if you stay connected, if you continue in my word, you are my disciplined ones, my disciples indeed. Well, what if you don't? Abide and stay and continue in His Word. What does that mean? What would that mean? You're not indeed His disciple. We're trying to be so politically correct. We want everybody to be included, but that's not the message of the Word. If you abide in my Word, if you stay If you continue, it doesn't mean you won't slip and fall, but it means you will get back up and be on the journey. If you abide and stay and continue in my word, you're my disciples indeed, and then you will know the truth. That word is know is genosko in the Greek. It means you will intimately, personally know for yourself the truth, and the truth shall make you free. You can go around anywhere and see those words. You will know the truth, and the truth will make you free, but it's usually taken out of context. You can't know the truth, and the truth can't make you free if you don't abide in His Word and be a disciplined believer and stay abiding, connecting to it. That's the way we know the truth. Everybody see this with me. To whatever degree I fail... To walk in the Word, to know the truth, to that extent, I will exemplify bondage. Do you know that? Every one of us have pockets in our lives where we're not walking in the full light of the truth. I know I do. I pray all the time, almost every day, Lord, show me those areas where I'm not seeing the truth. Show me those areas where I still believe a lie or I'm deceived. Maybe it's because I've done something so long, so many times. So, God, show me what is the truth as I abide in the Word. And do you know, as long as we have skin on, we're always going to be on that journey. But the problem is, when we stop going on that journey, we stop seeking where we're not abiding in the truth and that's where we begin to get in bondage notice this crew who had intellectual assent they believed the fact that Jesus was telling the truth notice that they said to him verse 33 we're Abraham's seed we've never been in bondage to anyone (laughs) oh boy you have any idea about the history of the Israelites we have, we've never been in bondage to anyone. 
dear Lord, what kind of Kool-Aid were they drinking? (laughs) That's how deceived we can get. We're Abraham's seed. We've never been in bondage to anyone. How can you say you will be made free? And Jesus said, most assuredly, I say to you, whoever commits sin is a slave of sin. And a slave does not abide in the house forever, but a son abides forever. Therefore, if the son makes you free, you will be free indeed. I know you're Abraham's descendants. Do you know that it doesn't matter what your genetic disposition was? It doesn't matter what church or church is you were raised in. If you're not abiding in the word, you don't know the truth and you're in bondage. And can I tell you something else? The devil will use religion to keep you in bondage, making you think that you're all right when you've never really walked in the righteousness of Jesus. You think you can achieve it. You can't achieve it. You can only receive it. It's a gift of His grace. But the deception. We're Abraham's seed. Jesus said, you, 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 verse 37, you, you're seeking to kill me. Because my word has no place in you. Now wait a minute. Go back to verse 31. Who's he talking to? Those who what? Those who believed he was telling the truth. How many of you know it's not enough just to believe he was telling the truth? That's not abiding, connecting, and staying in the Word of God. I speak, verse 38, what I've seen with my father. and You do do what you've seen with your father. And they said, Abraham's our father. And Jesus said, "If if you were Abraham's children, you would do the works of Abraham. But now you're seeking to kill me. Man who's told you the truth, which I heard from God. Abraham did not do this. You do the deeds of your father. They said, well, we weren't born of fornication. We have one father, and that's God. And Jesus said to them, if God were your father, you would love me. I came from him. I didn't come from myself. He sent me. Why do you not understand, 43, my speech? Because you're not able to listen to my word. Now look at 44. You are of your father the devil. And the desires of your father you want to do. He was a murderer from the beginning. And does not stand in the truth. Because there's no truth in him. When he speaks a lie. He speaks from his own resources. For he is a liar and the father of it. Wow. These are those who were giving mental assent. to They, they, they kind of liked what he was saying. It sounded good. But Jesus said, you are of your father the devil. He is a liar and the father of lies. Oh, my goodness. He talked to them about their own bondage because they refused to abide in his word. Do you know that every one of us, every one of us, has stages of bondage depending on what level of walking in the knowledge and abiding in the truth we're in. Because it's the knowledge of the Word of God that breaks the power of the lie. Because if we abide in His Word, we will know the, and the truth will. So to whatever, at whatever level I'm not abiding in His Word, that level I'm suspect, susceptible to bondage. Amen? 
because I'm being deceived. There are many, many manifestations of our own personal bondage. One of them is pride. In our inner man, we are self-sufficient, independent, disobedient. We want what we want, and we really don't want the Lord to interfere with our agenda. In our pride, we refuse to admit that we're totally dependent on Him. Do you know that according to the Word of God, Jesus said this, I'm not making this up. In John 15, verse 5, Jesus said, Apart from me, you can do nothing. Do you believe it? No, I mean, are you giving mental assent to it? When, I, when you hear it said, apart from me, you can do nothing, do you, do you give mental assent to it? Or do you humble yourself before your God every day and say, Lord, apart from you, I am nothing and I can do nothing. You are my life. To humble ourselves means to we, that we admit, you are God, I'm not. I am totally dependent on you, mighty God. And to the extent that we act like we can fix it, to the extent we act like we can fix those people, that we can make our business the way we want it to be, to the extent that we're operating independently from God to whom we are totally dependent, to that extent we're operating in pride. And remember what the Word says about pride? The Word says, if I walk in pride, He will resist me. God resists the proud, but gives favor to the humble. I need God's favor so major in my life, and I cannot afford to be resisted. Can you? To admit total dependency, that it gets down in the fabric of our being, Daniel, till it gets down in the very heart, Bill, to where we understand, to where we get it. We don't just give mental assent, assent to it. We know and we operate. God, I'm totally dependent on you. If the Lord withdraws a breath from your lungs today, you're out of here. And as my friend Bella said many times, you're going to take exactly with you what you brought in here with you. Totally dependent. To admit, you're right, God, I'm totally dependent on you. Does that go against the world and the system? Oh, man. And to submit to his authority and his leadership. Learning to be led is the biggest fight you and I are ever going to have. Because we think we ought to be no, learning to be led. Do you understand this? The Word of God calls us sheep. You know why? Because sheep are not supposed to figure it out. 
Sheep are supposed to follow the shepherd. Amen? Pride. Fear. You got any fear on the inside of you? If you say no, it's probably because the right circumstance hadn't come yet. Fear. What do we fear? Well, we fear loss or losing our business. Sometimes I, f- I have thoughts that I have to fight of losing health. I'm not worried about death. I just fear dying sometimes. Y'all, y'all know what I mean? It's not the end of the journey. It's just how am I going to have to get there? You ever have any fears like that? Yeah, we need to be honest, don't we? Fear of lack. I'm not going to have enough to sustain me. I'm not going to have enough to take care of those that I'm responsible for. Sometimes we fear death and dying. Sometimes we fear failure. The Holy Spirit showed me one time when I was in a long fight of all my fears. Can I tell you something? If the Lord's dealing with you about your fears, you need to, you need to give Him praise and thanksgiving for it because He's trying to take you to another level in intimacy with the Lord. If you don't have or have any challenges with fear, you might better pinch yourself. You're dead and don't know it. And the Holy Spirit showed me that I deeply feared failure. And the Spirit said, now, why would you fear failing? And then he showed me because I didn't have an answer. You fear failure because way down deep, you feel like that if you fail, you will be rejected by those you want to accept you. Now, I'm bearing my soul here. Can anybody identify with my fears? Or is it just me? Thank you, Lord. I'm trying to do this message the way you told me. Fear of failure. And that fear is rooted in the fear of rejection way down deep. We've got, you know, and a lot of us grew up with these messages. These messages were given to us sometimes overtly and sometimes subtly, if you don't succeed, we won't accept you. If you don't do good, you'll be a failure. Do you know what the Lord showed me? And I'll bet He's showing some of you that I had the wrong source of security. That all those people out there, close family, everybody around, business associates, ministry partners, all those people that you really don't want to see you fail, 
the Lord showed me that deep down in my heart, that was holding me hostage from really, really knowing the Lord Jesus in the, with intimacy as my provider, my security. Ask the Lord, Am, do I have the fear of failure? Rejection. In those brutal months that the Lord was dealing with me about these deep-rooted fears, the Lord showed me, oh, by the way, are you listening? Did you know that what we continually fear, we tend to attract? What we deeply fear, we tend to attract. What did Job say? That which I greatly feared has come upon me. You better deal with those fears. Can I tell you something else we need to know and understand? The Lord showed me that if I am operating out of a basis of fear, I act, I am a controlling, manipulating person. Those who try to control and manipulate are operating out of a base of fear. Fear that if I don't control it and I don't get it or I don't make you the way I think you ought to be, then it will be, it won't be the way it should be. And we have got our source of security so far out of whack. If you are controlling and manipulative, you are operating out of a basis of fear. And we need to get before the Lord and recognize that when we're operating out of this basis of fear, here's what broke it off of me. Turn to the back with me to 1 John chapter 4. It wasn't information, it was revelation. I had the information, but I didn't have the revelation. How do you get revelation, Pastor? By abiding in that word and asking the Holy Spirit to make it life and reality and to show me where I'm missing it. First John chapter 4, are you there? Verse 18, there is how much? No fear in love. Did you know the word there for love is agape? Go back to verse 8, please. He who does not love does not know God, for God is what? Did you know that word's agape? God is love. Verse 18. There is no fear in love. God's kind of unconditional, unrelenting love. Have you messed up this week? Have you committed sin? Did you know that the Lord loved you just as much when you sinned as when you were coming to church this morning? His love is unconditional and unrelenting. 
It's not based on how you perform. That's not a license to sin. It is a motivation to walk in obedience. There is no fear in love because what? Perfect love does what? Perfect love does what? Here's what the Holy Spirit said to me when he brought this verse to my mind. You have fear because you have never, ever truly come to know my love. Because you've never really got revelation of my love, you're trying to control or manipulate circumstances or people to make them the way you want them to be, and that arises out of your fear. You lay awake at night and try to mentally come against results that you don't want to happen. Out of fear, you've never really received my unconditional, unrelenting, God kind of love. That's what's going to make you secure. And can I tell you all something? God's love is the only thing that can ever make you secure. Your bank account can't do it. It can change by sundown. A husband can't do it. A wife can't do it. Well-behaved children can't do it. A thriving business can't do it. The only source of real security is the love of God. The love of God. Wow. Turn back to that Gospel of John as I close today. I want to show you why do I not have revelation of the love of God. Turn to chapter 16 of John. John 16, please. Why do I not have a revelation of the love of God? Chapter 16 and verse 8, Jesus is describing the ministry of the Holy Spirit. Verse 7 tells us He's there to help us. Verse 8 says, when he is come, he will convict the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. Of sin, because you do not what? Really believe. Don't really believe. Wow. Did you know that the reason that I don't walk in love and the reason you don't walk in love is because you really don't believe it's there. God told you it's there. You just read it. There's no fear in love. Perfect love casts out fear. And the Spirit showed me the heart of all your brokenness is a failure to believe something that I've already provided for you and given you evidence that is yours. And you've never believed it. Why? Because you hadn't really, a, you're not abiding in my love because then you'd know the truth and the truth would set you free. Are you listening? 
the heart of all of our brokenness stems from a failure to believe and embrace something God has provided and promised belongs to us. I'm in fear because I'm not walking in love, and I don't walk in love because I really don't believe what the Word says, that God so loved me that He gave His only begotten Son. That He's blessed me with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places in Christ Jesus and called me holy and righteous and blameless. I really don't believe Jesus' prayer when He said, Father, help these and all those who would believe to know that you love them with the love you love me. You don't really believe that God loves you as much as he loves Jesus, although the Word of God says it. God, give us revelation. Help us to know we're really not walking in the truth. We're just not doing it. Begin to abide in that Word. You're not going to get revelation without information. Begin to get serious about the Word of God so that internal bondage, that's a beautiful picture right there, can be broken by the power of the truth, the root of all brokenness. Let's all decide to stop blaming everybody else for our issues. I know that your mom and daddy did certain things or didn't do certain things. But your heavenly Father has given you every resource you need to prevail. And it's not up to them, it's up to you to make choices in faith and obedience to the Lord. Well, I was just a victim, Pastor. Well, maybe you were, but you don't have to stay one. The Word of God says you can overwhelmingly conquer through Him who loves you if God is for you, and He is. Lord, show us where we're in bondage. Shame and guilt and inferiority eating you up. Get a hold of the Word of God that He's made you holy and righteous and blameless, Ephesians 1, 3 through 5. You in fear... Ask the Lord to give you revelation and believe His Word that casts out fear. The more revelation you get of His love, the less fear you'll have. In pride, begin to admit and submit to Him. Are you looking right into the eyes of lack? You don't know how you're going to make it. Do you really believe that God wants to prosper you, make you the head and not the tail, on top and not underneath? Do you really believe you're a son or daughter of Abraham and the blessings that are in that covenant? Do you really believe that your God meets all your needs according to His riches and glory in Christ Jesus? God is for you. We've got more ground to cover another day but I want to ask you this would you just join me and ask the Lord Lord show me those areas where I have some internal bondage 
I want to learn to abide in the truth. I want to learn to abide in your word so I'll know the truth, and the truth will set me free. If you'll go on that journey, listen, the Holy Spirit will expose some things. And that might be a little painful, but boy, it'll be healing. You can't get healing till the poison's released. Cooperate with Him. Agree with Him. And stay on that journey. You cannot be defeated if you will not be deceived. The deceit of the lies that are in the enemy in this world and your own flesh is all that's going to keep you down. Bow your heads with me, please. Thank you for being here on this beautiful holiday weekend. I thank you for the sacrifice of praise you've made today by being under the Word of God. Thank you for gathering together with other members of the body of Christ. You need to connect with the body of Christ. You need a faith family. You need spiritual leadership. Hallelujah. Oh, Holy Spirit, reveal to each of us, oh God, where we're broken, where there's bondage. And show us where to apply the precious Word of God, not just in information, but God, give us revelation of it. May we go on walks with you. May we spontaneously sing and give you praise. May we, when no one else is looking, fall on our knees or lift our hands. Oh, Lord Jesus. Reveal every lie we've believed. Show us, oh God any little room where there's bondage and break its power. Go on the journey. It'll take you to a new level of intimacy with the Lord. Your life won't be the same. Step into a new season of growth. There's some struggle there. But that's how you get somewhere. Father, hear our cry in the precious and holy name of Jesus. Would you stand, please? You can access more of Steve Franklin's teachings online at www.sfmin.com. Dot com.